Shout out to our awesome sponsors, El Couture, the female-founded, female-run athleisure brand that we are obsessed with. Obsessed. Obsessed. <laughs> I got today, actually, the Untamed collection. I am one of those girls that only wears black gym wear and generally just black all in my wardrobe. And I got the lace bra and the matching leggings and they are so comfortable. And I would say that for the bra, I have really big boobs and I just thought, you know, I really struggle with sports bras that my tits constantly like flop out of them. I don't feel secure. And honestly, I just think that this bra is perfect because it's high neck and it is super supportive. So really, really recommend it. Love it. And I am delighted to report that we are offering a 20% discount that I will be availing of this evening, Fiona, because I love their collection. So if you use the code LOVEBITES20, it's applicable on full price items only. This can be used online and in store. So there's two stores in Dubai, one on Alwassel Road and one at the beach. They also ship globally. If you're buying from outside of Dubai, then you get free express global shipping with all taxes being covered by El Couture. Which is brilliant news. Thank you so much, El Couture. The following podcast contains strong language and explicit content. And if that offends you, then I suggest you switch this off. This is a Podcast Now production. Such a good send-off. It was, like, mind-blowing. I also, he made me squirt literally all over the bed. And automatically assumed that she would just love riding the cock all day, every day, just (laughs) because she... you, You know what I mean? Love Bites, a podcast about all the things you were told you couldn't talk about. Like Laura Rooney, according to Tinder, what do you think the top four most sexy jobs are? The sexiest jobs for men and women? For men, pilot, doctor, lawyer, fireman. Oh, very close. Number one most sexy job for a man is an interior designer. What? Like, okay. like Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen. What the <laughs> fuck? Is this for straight couples? It doesn't say whether it's heterosexual, okay. but I'm going to go with a mixed bag, let's okay. say. Um, number two is a pilot. Yes. Number three is a physician's assistant. What is a, a doctor? No? I mean, let's say they'd have to have done some kind of medical degree. Okay, so fair. I'll give you doctor. And yes, you're right. Number four is a lawyer. For a woman, what is your... Nurse. Okay, yeah. Um, I would say something quite high powered as well. I would say doctor or lawyer. Oh God, I'm not sure, tell me. Okay, so for a woman, number one is a nurse. Yes. So you've got that right. Number two is a dentist. Interesting. Uh, number three is a photographer, which I would have actually said for a man, that's quite sexy, but there okay. you go. Um, and then number four, I don't know why this is in there because it's not a job, but it says college graduate student. I don't how, know how that is sexy in any way. Where did um, you find this This shit? is on Google. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Google, that old chestnut. Hi, Fiona. Hi, Laura. So we're doing this in person. Mm-hmm. So I am in Dubai with Fiona. I was actually meant to fly to Australia um, yesterday to see my sister and my mom who are there, but I haven't been given a visa. So I would like everybody listening to this, if I'm not already in Australia, to please manifest with your very best vibes and prayers that I get to Australia 
to see my sister and my family but on the upside I'm here with you and I am bloody delighted well your their loss is my gain hang on one professional sec. as ever as you can hear the dog <laughs> having dog warfare outside so I've just I'm in we're actually in Fee's living room and we have Flick the Beanie here. And you might remember Flick the Beanie from the famous episode in Grace. And it's actually the first time that we've met in real life. And she's an absolute pet. And the dog is also a pet, but slightly fucking mental. Barking away like some sort of crazy bastard. So we do apologise in advance, as per usual. Flick the Beanie, would you like to say hello? Hello, friends and fans. <laughs> And um, anyways, listen, we'd love to hear from you as always. You know where we are. Our Instagram is lovebitespodcast underscore. Fiona, how was the UK? Oh, the UK was great, although I got ill again. Again, yeah. But, but that's life at home. It's I life. Know, just I like know. constantly getting it's sick. It's so fucking annoying. Like literally just a cold and I'm I'm just recovering from it, which is really annoying. But it was really good. Um, I saw some friends, which was nice. I didn't manage to go into the office, which was a bit annoying. But I did see the barber. So before I went, just to update everyone, I basically decided in my head that it was probably time for the barber and me to go our separate ways. We've been doing this kind of... What do you mean? When were you ever in the same way? No, we weren't. Well, we've always been in contact and we kind of... Right, We always like sleep together when I go back to the UK and like, you know, it's just been a continuous thing and we we always message and things like that. It's been a continuous thing for more than a year where it's never ended. We've always been in contact and we also very much speak to each other, not as friends. Right. It's very much like sex messages and texting and things like that. And I was like, do you know what? And after kind of my meltdown and I kind of realization that, do you know what? I do actually want a serious long-term relationship. Mm -hmm. I can't have the barber constantly there. Mm -hmm. And it was one of these things where like I owed it to myself, not to him. It was to myself to end it with a clear closure full stop because I have... I really like, have always really liked him. And if there was an opportunity to be in a relationship with him, I probably would have wanted it. But unfortunately, it just hasn't happened because Mm -hmm. he's told me, quite frankly, that he doesn't want a relationship. And we are very casual with you. It's very casual. It's never like too much relation, too relationship. Sometimes it can be, but in like the general sense, it's not. So I saw him. And I kind of had it in my head. I was like, I want to like end this with him. And I saw him, our dates got a bit mixed up, but anyway, and we kind of had, saw each other. We didn't even fucking like have a conversation. Then we ended up just having sex like immediately. And it was literally like such a good send off. It was like mind blowing. I also, he made me squirt literally all over the bed on his side. Is he the only person that's been able to He's the only person that's been able to. And like, it was literally wild because, like, I've never seen, you know, in, like, porn when it, like, fucking goes everywhere. What? I know. I Like, I was literally, like... Like a water fountain. It wasn't, like, a, it wasn't, like, a... a like a, a pistol. A pistol. It right. was just, like... It, I just kind of looked down and it was, like, his whole bed was wet. And I was, like, right. oh, my God, where did that come from? Like that sex, came from me. A sex swamp. A sex swamp. Okay. And, um... Anyway, and then like, and then we were lying in bed and you know, when you like, no, you're going to say something and you say in your head, okay, say it now. Okay, say it now. Okay, say it now. And I was like, fuck. So I basically just was like, look, I've got something to, I want to talk to you about something. He was like, oh God, go on then. And I was like, look, I think this should be the last time that we see each other. And he was like, why is it? Because you're seeing someone else. And I was like, no, actually has nothing to do with that. It genuinely doesn't. I was like, it's because, um, 
we've been doing this for a long time and I would quite like to you know be in a relationship and it's not something that you can give me and you'd told me that you don't want that Mm -hmm. and then he was like look he was like I don't actually want to be with anyone anyway and he was like it's actually nothing to do with you he was Mm -hmm. like I just don't that's not what I want and then he said um I would be so worried about getting into a relationship with you and then me upsetting you. And he was like, I know I would upset you somehow. Mm-hmm. And he was like, also, you're not in the country. And I was like, I'm, I know. And I was like, even if, I, you know, we tried to make it work, one person would always be sacrificing. It would probably be me mm-hmm. flying back. And he was like, yeah, he was like, it would be, it would be like that. So, and he basically, it was really nice. And I was like, you know, we've had such a great time together. It's been going on so long. Like, that's just how I feel. And he was like, he basically like agreed and it was so it was really nice it was like a nice ending mm-hmm. and then the next morning we kind of I said goodbye and he's like oh so this is the last goodbye and I was like well yeah kind of and he was like I'm sure I'll see you again and I was like yeah and then he messaged me and then he like fucking ruined it he messaged me on when was it when did I arrive whatever whenever it was after the day after was like hey how's your day been and I was like oh god no what and then he basically asked me he was like I just want to ask he was like have you slept with anyone else since me what that's oh, also what? none of your damn business and what is that about like Let he me read you doesn't message. want a relationship with you he doesn't want Wait. to progress into girlfriend boyfriend territory yet as soon as you pull back he's insistent on knowing what the hell you're doing with your life that's not how it works so we've also me and him have been <clears throat> very me. very good at not asking each other Personal. i've never asked him he's never asked me we have a cat we it's a very casual relationship so therefore i have assumed that he's been sleeping with other people mm-hmm. but also i don't need to know i don't want to know sure. so why is he now mm-hmm. just so he goes hey how's your day been and i was like hey day was good just packed how was yours and he's gone busy just finished question you're not sleeping with anyone anyone since me what he meant in his very weird language is you've have you not slept with anyone since me and I said obviously not this time because it was literally like the day after like how busy do you think I am I go (laughs) since I was like since Christmas and then I was like do you know what the old me probably would have been like oh my god no I don't want him to think that I'm sleeping with anyone else but actually I'm like I have though God, quite a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So I said, yeah, I have. I get it. I did a test recently. Is that what you're asking me? Yeah. Because like that's basically what I think he was asking me. And he goes, ha ha, yeah, just nice to be sure. And I was like, he goes, I just like to know I'm safe. I'm safe. And I was like, well, maybe wear a condom then. And I was like, <clears throat> I love that you're asking me this now, a year and a bit down the line. Absolutely. And that, he goes, the second you've pulled back from yeah. that, by the way. And he goes, well, you had. <laughs> And I was like, I said, yeah, but I'm sure you have too. And he goes, I have. And he goes, all I wanted to know was I was okay and you were okay. And I said, yeah, all good. Anyway, and then I said, listen, I don't want to know about you sleeping with other people. And he goes, you said you got tested, so I'm assuming you're sweet. And he goes, you have though. And I was like, yeah, yeah. But I was like, I don't want to talk about it. Anyway, whatever. And then and then I was like, okay, well, thanks for last night. It was um, It was great as always. And I was like, I'll miss you. And then he goes, I'm sure I'll see you again one day. And I oh, was like, fuck off. No, no you, you won't, mate. That's the whole point. And I said, I just replied going, let's see what the universe brings us. And he hasn't replied. And I'm like, and it, it was really confusing because I'm like, do you know what? We ended it on such a good note. And it was very much like, for me, it was very much closure. And mm-hmm. as soon as I've done that, he's now insinuating that I'm like fucking sleeping around. But what if you were? Well, but it doesn't, what it's business not, yeah, it's not is that business. of his? And I'm sorry, you know, if he is sleeping with you and he's sleeping with other people, 
like you're the freaking least of his worries when it yeah. comes to being safe like look after your own dick sir and like be done yeah also if you're so worried go get a fucking test yourself they're free in the uk yeah. like i had to pay 700 dirham but it's yeah. free for you and the reason why i didn't tell you that i don't have anything was because i didn't need to tell you because we don't Do you know have what that. i'm really proud of you doing that fee because i know that you have liked him hmm. and he's my safe space but is he that safe? He's not. He's not safe. It's like your heart's safe in his hands. No, it's not. But what what my what is safe in his hands is my validation and your vagina and my vagina. Yeah. But your big leaking sex vagina. But I don't need that anymore because I feel like, and I felt so free. And do you know something really interesting? I whenever I'm on the plane. I always get like anxiety that my phone's going because of work or whatever. Even if it's on the weekend, like I'm wondering who's texting me. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. And then having the like kind of closure from him. And I was like, and then I like messaged Sophie and she was like, what an amazing like moment, like new chapter, new era. Like you should be so proud of yourself. And then I got on the plane to come back and I didn't feel I needed to look at my phone once because I didn't have any anxiety. And I'm pretty sure then, I don't know if it's connected, but like I felt so relaxed and I feel like saying goodbye to the barber was like ending a chapter and now I'm like 100% free to let something good yes. ca- come into my life. I feel like you've just really taken ownership of what you really want. And you yeah. you want a boyfriend. You want somebody that's like all in. And I know that you obviously enjoyed checking him and he was your kind of safe space for validation and sex and stuff. But you want more and you deserve I more. Want more. Well, I did actually say to the barber, I said to him whilst we were having a conversation, I was like, look, like, you know, I was like, you have kept me interested for a long time. I was like, longer than anyone. But I was like, and he was like, why do you think that is? And I said, well, because I'm, you know, obviously physically attracted to you. But I was like, but I need more. Absolutely. And he was like, no, I get that. And I think also I've ended it with him without having something else on the cards. I'm ending him with nothing. So that's, I'm 100% ending it for me, not because something else has come into my life and I want to, you know, I don't know, because I feel like even with the guy that I was seeing before, Mm -hmm. I don't think we ever came up with a name from him, for him. The The Irish guy. Not the Irish guy, the one before that, the guy that I was seeing and I didn't really talk about him even through that where I really liked him the barber was still messaging me and I was still messaging the barber mm-hmm. so because I didn't want to let him go isn't it that that thing that men and women do by the way um I've maybe done it in the past it's you don't want to be with somebody but you want to leave the door open just that little bit that just you can case. creep back in if you need to and that's fine but you're not there now Fiona question with you know, the year that's taken place with the barber and the casual sex and you kind of insisting on certain occasions that you were just enjoying this like casual hookup and there was no Mm. more to it. Do you believe that women are capable of casual sex without catching feelings? I think yes, but I think that the nature in which the casual relationship I think they, it depends on someone's like headspace, but I also think that the nature within the casual relationship, like the rules of the casual relationship, there have to be rules because, for example, me and the barber, even though we were in a quote unquote casual relationship, there were no rules with like sleeping over. We slept over each other's houses. Like we, I, he has, he had a toothbrush in his at my house from like the first day. Mm-hmm. We like cook dinner together we like watched we watched a series together 
which is a very relationship thing to yeah. do. Like we watched Jeremy Clarkson's farm together. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think that such with, a show, by it's the way. such a good show. <laughs> I think that with cat that for me, the but me and the bubble was like a blurred line of casual yeah. seeing someone. Whereas I think and that's with, gonna fuck with your head, which right? is why it did fuck with my head. Which is why when I said I've had when I had the conversation with him at Christmas of wanting more even though he brought it up. He's very strange, though, because he'll sometimes bring stuff up. He brought it up with me at Christmas about whether to make it more serious, mm-hmm. and then he pulled back. Mm-hmm. Very similar to what he's done this time, which is I ended it with him, caught him off guard in a situation where he's he always very much has the power, mm-hmm. as in he, I'm pretty sure, knows, and it, it's very much true that I have stronger feelings for him. Yeah. Then I've basically ended it. So what he's done is a power play move, which is to make me feel like a slut, which is really insi- insinuating that I'm sleeping mm-hmm. with other guys and that I could potentially have an STI. Mm-hmm. Which is such a, like, trying to power play. Yeah. And I've basically not done that. I've just been... And then he's got, oh, I'm sure I'll see you again. New and I've gone, it, no, let's see. Just <laughs> keep him away out of your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I have no... I don't, I don't have any... It's good that he doesn't live in the country. But to your question, I think that it can. But certain rules have to be in place. Absolutely. And I think that also women have to go into it with the big big understanding that you could get hurt in mm-hmm. this because mm-hmm. women cannot help but romanticize so it's funny because for me anyways and for a lot of my friends I would always say no because I would find it impossible to sleep with somebody and maybe well firstly sleep with them enjoy <coughs> it and not want more but before I came out to Dubai I had a I was having a couple of drinks with a friend and she has a like a fuck buddy as mm. she calls um as she calls them like dick appointments and I would quiz her and I'm like are you sure you do not have feelings for these men and she's like no we have great sex we thoroughly enjoy each other physically but I absolutely do not want them as a boyfriend and yet she really would love to have a partner but she's able to completely disconnect but you're a hundred percent right she has rules in place. Mm. They don't sleep over and they ha it's very kind of black and white in that respect. Mm. So I would have said no, but actually seeing my friend and she is an expert at dick appointments and getting her kicks on her terms. And I think that's pivotal to consider moving forward. You have it has to be on your terms and you have to be honest with yourself as well. I think it being on your terms is so important because the times that the barber hasn't hadn't stayed over we I didn't feel like I don't know what's the word what's the word I didn't feel like shame quote-unquote shameful for having a dick appointment because we would do something after like go for a walk or like cook dinner together he just wouldn't stay the night because Mm -hmm. whatever reason but I think that if it is very much like come over to my house fuck me and leave Mm -hmm. it has to be on your terms Mm-hmm. Because remember what happened with the Irish guy that I went for coffee with and was mm-hmm. the massive love bomber? Yeah. He was essentially a dick appointment, but it was on his terms yes. because he made it out that he was like going to take me out on the weekend and he wanted to just like cuddle with me on the sofa, but realistically it was like a, it was a dick appointment. Mm-hmm. And that's why I felt so shit after. Mm-hmm. Um, because it wasn't on my terms. Have you heard anything more from him? By no, the way? no, no, no. And I deleted him off my Instagram because I was like, literally looking at him makes me feel sick. Yeah. Ugh, gross, gross, gross. Fiona. <clears throat> tell me. We have a letter. 
Shout out to our sponsor, El Couture, the female-founded, female-run athleisure brand. I am loving this collection, Fiona. It's all ground lounge sets. So there's beautiful tops and they kind of have a, a little bit of a, a cross and a twist. And I really feel that they do so much to kind of accentuate your waist. They also have beautiful matching shorts coming in gorgeous colors like latte, eggnog, rose, and I am just here for them. They Show me, what's the collection divine. called? All Around Lounge. I love it, a bit of a tongue twister. A bit of a tongue twister. Tongue twister. Very apt for what our episode is about today. So we have an exclusive offer, a discount of 20% using our code LOVEBITES20, applicable on all full price items. This can be used online or in the store. We've got two stores in Dubai, one on our Wassel Road and one on the beach opposite JBR. There is free express global shipping and the taxes and duties are covered by El Couture. And there's also a four hour delivery if you order on the same day in Dubai. So our friend ordered last week and she messaged me within literally three hours. And she was like, how is this at my house already? That express delivery service is a godsend. It's amazing. So thank you so much to our sponsor, El Couture. I'm so excited for this letter. Okay. I can't wait to talk about it. So. Hey Laura and Fee, thank you so much for Love Bites. I can't tell you how much your podcast has helped me. Like Laura, I am from Northern Ireland and grew up quite religious and really resonate with what she says about her convent schooling, even though I'm brought up in the Presbyterian faith. I really enjoyed a recent episode with the founder of Kedish. When you girls advised the listener who was so self-conscious about her boyfriend mentioning about her vaginal smell, pretty sure that was the guy that said she smelled like a big mac no like canned tuna that was it um, tin salmon tin salmon anyways um for those of you who didn't remember that letter and that really hit home i'm a 35 year old woman and have never enjoyed my husband going down on me i feel like it's a dirty act and i absolutely cringe when he is down there it doesn't happen that often by the way I really want to enjoy it. I really want to experience it with my husband as I know he loves it. Do you really think I can get out of my head enough to enjoy it despite being sexually set in my way, so to speak? Any guidance would be so appreciated. So just before we move on um, to the kind of advice bit, I also, just on this topic, we got a message from a listener on Instagram and she is nothing to do with comfortable, but her, she said, and she was interested to get our thoughts. And if anyone else has had this, so please do write in if you have, she said that when her boyfriend goes down on her, her lips as in on her mouth go numb and sometimes her eyes flicker. And I was just wondering if we have any sex experts out there, qualified sex experts, as Laura and I sadly are not. Um, <laughs> if you've ever had that issue, please do write in. I have been known to go deaf in one ear when I've orgasmed. I do have problems with my ears. I don't know if that's the thing. But I did a bit of research and it, I said to her, it could be because she's hyperventilating because mm-hmm. if you're not breathing properly, but just in the same vein, if anyone has any... She's, her, her eyes are flickering. Yeah, I'm wondering. She must be having a fucking phenomenal orgasm. I know, it sounds great. I want I want my, that like, to happen to me if my other body parts. Some just sort of like out. delirium, like she's gone off into the ether of like, <laughs> Jesus, teach us, babe. Um, so, yeah, <coughs> we were briefly discussing our topic 
before we went live and we are sitting with Fiona's amazing friend Beanie also known as Flick, Flick the, the Beanie, Beanie the absolute legend that is and I was quite surprised actually and I don't know why because I should be more educated and aware but Beanie is a little hottie absolute firecracker beautiful woman long hair so petite just stunning and she mentioned that she absolutely does not enjoy oral sex in fact she doesn't really feel that sexual at all and I felt quite shocked because I just looked at her and automatically assumed that she would just love riding the cock all day every day just because she, you, you know what I mean I don't I'm just that was a very crude way of expressing it but she's not like a grandma with rollers in her hair Beanie, that's gonna be on your tombstone loves riding the cock you know she doesn't look like a little grandma that just is over it and and I suppose it really serves to remind how mindful we have to be of people and their different aversions and their different feelings about things because I think a lot more people are self-conscious um about things like oral sex like this listener for example and also are quite self-conscious about not feeling sexual enough and I had Mm. a we'll move on to this letter in just a moment but I was having a conversation with a friend recently um And she mentioned how much she enjoys the podcast because we've kind of normalized for her that people have dips in their sex drive. People are not shagging all of the time. And it's absolutely okay that people experience different sexual urges and different libido levels, etc. And I think it's just really important that we we put that out there and remind everybody that everybody's sex levels are different and... They'll fluctuate. I also think that it's totally fine if you're not that sexual a person. Like, that's not... You don't need to be, like, this horny fuck all the time. Like, you don't need to... It, like, I think that a lot of people as well, like... And I've definitely had this in the past, where if I'm not, like, wanting to, like, shag all day, every day, I feel like there's something wrong. Like, when I was in my previous relationship, not the one I just had, the one before the guy that like broke my heart whatnot when I was living with my two housemates and they were in relationships one of my housemates was like um they started to go her and her boyfriend started going out maybe like a, a couple of months before me and my ex and they were at the beginning where they were like shagging constantly they would shag like three four times a night they would just shag all the fucking time because of course like that's what you do now they're together they've been together like four years and we had a conversation and like obviously they don't shag so much we still have like really good sex life but like not as much and um of course it's like just the beginning stages and I just could I was so upset that my boyfriend didn't want to shag me as much and it's just and actually I kind of wish then I had just taken a step back and realized that like it's okay that not everyone has the same sex drive as everyone else Uh like yeah I love to have sex constantly all the time and yes of course like at the beginning that's what you want to do and I wish my boyfriend had wanted that but I kind of wish that I had realized and been been educated like what we're doing as that maybe his sex drive just wasn't where mine was and I needed to take a breath and be like it's okay and make him feel okay about it and instead I used to constantly try and make him feel bad yeah I think we all just need to like take the pressure off I feel like we put ourselves under a tremendous amount of psychological pressure about the sex that we need to have. Yeah. In saying that, 
when it comes to <coughs> getting licked out is that a really crude term by the way is that a very no. northern irish thing no i think getting licked out is like the original it's like the og okay um, you can say it's like the best I feel strongly about this. getting licked, <laughs> about cunnilingus, <laughs> getting licked out, whatever you want to call it, because I, even at the, as recently as when we started recording, I think I'd only had one <laughs> orgasm. And then of recent, I have experienced an orgasm like repeatedly. Um, and I think it's getting out of my head mm. as per the advice on recent podcasts. So this girl mentions our kind of religious upbringing and whilst I wasn't um, brought up in a particularly religious home, I can definitely understand why being a Presbyterian, for example, and a Presbyterian is a, a Protestant who kind of would be quite devout, um, as well as me being a Catholic, I definitely think the likes of cunnilingus would have been seen as a really really like dirty act dirty act so if this and she hasn't elaborated on it here but i would definitely suggest that if this is something that is making her feel like a dirty person i definitely think that she should seek out some sort of relationship counseling or personal counseling i definitely think Mm -hmm. that that's something that she could stand to work on from a from a personal standpoint in addition to that we have done our research and we have come up with a few tips on how a woman can best maximize her cunnilingus pleasure so we have here from an article that laura has found from well and good which we will put in our show notes how to 17 ways of how to enjoy oral sex and i we've just got a few that we think are really useful number one is get acquainted with your vulva i think that's such an important one because i think that this has a lot to do with as well your own self pleasure obviously we talk about masturbation a lot but i think that obviously you can't unless you're extremely flexible get your tongue down there but (laughs) i tried let me try do you know apparently apparently every man in the world has tried to lick his own dick well i no i can't can't do it i can't do it just putting it out there but i think that this is very important because you'll know where your g area is Mm -hmm. um i also think that um by knowing it also there's another thing which i think is really important about getting to know your vulva so in fitness um joe farrell will tell you this that when you are doing crunches or squats or whatever they are if your mind imagines the muscle that you're working it will work 10 times better because your brain is sending the signals to work that specific muscle this is the same with your vagina. If you know what your vagina looks like and you know the areas that are going to, you know, get turned on, um, the exact points of your G area, when you are being licked out, cunnilingus, which I love that we're calling it, by the way, <laughs> if you imagine those areas in your mind, 
you will come to your orgasm quicker because your brain is connecting with your body. And also, I think that whenever women have any issues with their body, experts will recommend standing in front of the mirror to kind of desensitize themselves and just realizing it's just a body. And I think a lot of us women have the ick about our vaginas and that netflix series with gwyneth paltrow was it sex love and goop yeah and um, there was actually a girl on that who was a jehovah witness former jehovah witness who felt intense guilt about sex especially um oral sex and she was encouraged to sit in front of a mirror and mm. just explore her body and i could see the discomfort on her face and i probably would feel the same way but actually what that serves to do is just desensitize yourself Mm. just it's a freaking vagina and it's you know it's as complex and as beautiful as they come and you know it means when your partner's head is down there you're just not so freaked out by it exactly you know I, and you also made the point when yeah, when the hair when the person's head is down there yeah if you are self-conscious about your vagina they don't actually really see your vagina they're just that close up to it like they probably got their eyes shut uh, i i love my vagina but you know why it's because one i personally like it and i have also got acquainted with it that's because i will attribute it a lot to the barber the barber continuously has told me for a year how much he loves it and i think that every man listening or every man in the world if they love someone's vagina should fucking tell them Mm -hmm. because it's so powerful to tell a woman that they love a body part that is actually notorious for not being loved Mm -hmm. and so i think that if you are with a partner fucking ask them do you love my vagina if they say yes you can say what do you love about it have the conversation open up the conversation about it and say Mm -hmm. i feel really self-conscious about it i'd be really great to hear i mean that's that is coming from someone who's a major words of affirmation love language so that might not work for everyone but i definitely know it would work for me okay yes so get acquainted with your vagina so mine is going to be something that we have touched upon before and i want to reiterate it because i found that it really worked so fiona previously talked about the kiven method and that is essentially sideways oral and what i mean like the woman is lying on her back and the partner is lying on his or her side um, i'm just gonna i'm just gonna video i'm gonna video it because I'm I'm just for our Instagram. I'll obviously post it on the day. I'm gonna just show. Or could you. we not just like share a picture or a diagram? No, I'm gonna know you what you crack open. And so, <laughs> do tell tell the listeners, and I'll show them. Okay, so it is essentially sideways oral, and what it really helps to do is stimulate hidden. I really can't fucking concentrate with you doing that. What it really helps to do. I'm not gonna do it. I'm sitting on them. Hidden or it looks like you're wafting away a fart for you. I wasn't sure what the fuck that was. It essentially it helps to stimulate hidden hotspots in your vulva with a broader tongue. And something that I have found that has been really beneficial for me. And I don't really know how to put this into words. Have you done it? Because the first time you did it, your boyfriend was like, take it or leave it. Yeah. But now have you started to do it I mean, he would just take my frigging vagina day or night. To him it was like, yeah, he absolutely loves it. He was like, yeah, it's absolutely fine. But like, it's whether you enjoy it. 
what he has done recently and mm. I feel like it's really helping like a little bit of like a suction yeah the suction is great but not like <laughs> not like Smeagol from Lord of the Rings more like, like a like a, a broader like like a broader more rhythmic suction mm, the suction's good and I've actually found that's been really nice and by the way do not be afraid of using fingers when you're oh my God, on your partner but take care what women do not enjoy i mean maybe you do and maybe as you kind of are closer to orgasm you might enjoy this but for the most part women do not enjoy getting finger fucked like hammer jacked with fingers i don't anyway i like a little a wee bit of a finger a wee bit of clitoral stimulation don't be afraid to use the finger and you know what do not assume that because your ex-girlfriend liked it this girl is going to like it every bloody vagina craves different things so actually ask the woman do you enjoy being finger blasted or would you just prefer that I like concentrate it? And maybe not in such a formal manner. <laughs> Feel free to use your own terminology. So um, we've kind of done a hybrid um, tip there. So Kevin method on the side. Um, don't be afraid to use your fingers and a little bit of requesting of a little bit of clitoral suction, which I find very beneficial. Yeah. I think also like you've kind of you've kind of done two, which is the give your partner directions. I think specifically for this um, lady who's written in, I think that having a conversation as well openly with your partner and where you can say have these conversations because if it is a partner that you have had, I think it's good to say sit them down and be like, I know how much you love it and I really want to also love it. But these are my reasons for not wanting it. One, because I feel like psychologically it's been told that it's a shameful thing. Mm -hmm. Secondly, like I'm not so confident with my what it looks like or whatever, whatever stopping her. And then have that open discussion because it could turn around that her partner might give her exactly what she needs to make her relax. Also then, you know, God, someone can say, oh my God, I love vagina all day long, but you have to personally exactly. love it, which yeah. is obviously why all these tips about like getting, you know, getting amongst your vulva mm -hmm. is so important <clears throat> um, my next one was experiment with face sitting love it what do so, you mean by that Faye? face sitting is where you literally sit on your partner's face mm -hmm. now a lot of women do not like face sitting because the, the, the they smothering them no <laughs> yes and no but also because when someone sits on someone else's face Mm -hmm. Like so, Bora. Oh God, here she goes. <laughs> I'm just demonstrating. She's mounting the microphone. People. I'm mounting the microphone. Either you're worried that if they look up, they're going to see gonna your gun. They're going to see your double chin and your gun. But actually, what is the best and way to do it? Down there? You don't want your like udders, <laughs> udder breasts to be hanging down. <laughs> for me, for face. me, it's if I'm like sitting, if I'm face sitting. I don't want them to look up. I mean, obviously, I don't think they can see anyway. This is also another thing, like, what basically a male friend said to me was that when you're down there, you can't see anything anyway. And I'm pretty sure this is was face sitting as well. They can't see anything anyway because you're, you're sitting on their face. But for your own peace of mind, you are. it's best to lean back. As in? As in if you're like this on their face... You can uh, like back sit like back, that. kind sit of essentially back. sit back, but sit back. Keep your your yourself supported keep by your yourself supported um, with your hands. And I do think it's really horny to like 
ride yes, so their mouth a little bit. bit without actually smothering them, but actually treat their mouth like some sort of clitoral stimulant. Like let them be your little bitch. Yeah. I think I'm, I think a, a you know a partner would find that extremely sexy. <coughs> I think that is, I think that is so good, and you know I think also a lot of um, I think that sometimes you just gotta like find your inner porn star and like you know it's really hard with sex to sometimes let go but if if you try these things and just like let yourself go if you need to have a little drink beforehand then please do it but you know I think that sometimes you got to try you got to try these things like when that time that I like sent a video of myself masturbating with my vibrator to some random guy on hinge like you got to try it if you like it then cool if you don't like it then don't do it again I think that so many people get so caught up in their heads of like oh I'm gonna look stupid oh I'm gonna look this that and the other if you do it and the person turns around to you and it's like oh my god you looked fucking disgusting like you know first of all that's on them but also then don't do it again yeah love that love that and um, do you know what i think i'll definitely give that a go i think you i'm should. really enjoying um oral sex at the minute so and i know that oh, my boyfriend now, now i'm turned would, on laura i know my boyfriend would be absolutely delighted with that and sometimes i've just you know sometimes when i just think i'm lazy like just sexually lazy and sometimes i just want to lie there and take it like a champ and actually, I need to reciprocate and like jump on top and sit on his face and do all those things. But I think as I'm starting to get my like spark back, those things mm. come a lot more naturally, you know? Yeah. And I'm obviously, you know, you don't need to act like a porn star every night of the week. Like sometimes yeah. you just want a bit of missionary and then done. But yeah. I think that there <laughs> is, you know, there is definitely a time and a place. A time and a place. And especially if you're, I think it goes with, if you're trying something new for the first time, find your inner porn star. Mm-hmm. Your inner porn star name is <laughs> the last thing you ate with the last thing you watched on TV. Jesus Christ. Fed, fed, fed a salad teen moms. Fed a salad teen moms. Yes. <laughs> mine is, mine is. Nut butter cup friends. <laughs> What's cup friends? No, nut butter cup. Oh, right. And nut butter nut is butter like an friends. almond butter cup friends. Sexy. Sexy. Right. So, <clears throat> you know something that we haven't actually, it wasn't in our list to discuss, but I do think we maybe need to. Yeah. It's making sure that you feel nice down there. Yeah, yeah, and I that, agree with that. And I know this is going to sound so basic on so many levels, but there are a lot of people that just were not taught this at school. I certainly was not. I didn't have this chalice of information handed to me by a mom or an authority figure or a sister or whatever. But, you know, 101, make sure that you feel good in yourself. Yes, the vagina is a self-cleaning machine and it's wonderful, wonderful for it, but I sort of feel that you know, a shower always helps, especially if you've been like lying around all day or you've been out partying or whatever. Um, making sure that you're clean down there, maybe groomed. Mm-hmm. I feel that we had a message once from a listener who was self-conscious about her pubic hair. Mm. Do you remember that one? Yes. Um, she was self-conscious about her pubic hair 
And again, there was a shame aspect involved with her taking it off. I don't know where that came from. It was like back What's in the yours? day. What's yours? Are you fully waxed? I'm like pretty much everything's off. Yeah, I'm um, bald as well. I'm laser bald. Yeah, no, I'm not. I was laser bald, but like. I would keep on top of it, like... Yeah. But I'm not, like, anal about I'm it, anal. but... Yeah. And it, but also, I feel like, as well, what's interesting was... <clears throat> I um, was listening... I was listening to a podcast about Sex in the City. Excuse me one second. <clears throat> and um, in the earlier episodes of Sex in the City... Must have been in, like, the early 2000s. Carrie, they go to LA and Carrie's like horrified because she goes and gets a bikini wax and she goes and gets a Hollywood, which is where it's all taken mm-hmm. off. And then interestingly, further down the line, pretty much like 10 years later, which really is not that long of a gap, Miranda is berated and laughed at for, by her oh, friends gosh, yeah. for having bikini line hair, yeah. which is so interesting to see the like trend in which pubic hair has now become a thing of being... if you've got pubic hair, it's seen as like, an, not, I don't want to say unclean, Unse- but unsexy, either unsexy yeah. or you're lazy. Mm-hmm. But isn't that the, the rise of the dawn of a porn where there's totally. not a pubic hair in sight? Um, I think it's porn. But I think there's also a lot of like porn fetish out there for having, there's literally a category which is like yeah. hairy pussy. But listen, the whole point is, you have to feel good in your own vulva. If for you having a little bit of a trim or a shave or a laser or having, you know, a bit of a fuller bush is what you're into, just freaking do it because you're ultimately the one that has to feel good about it. So um this is it makes sense actually. Put on some music. The choice of music, it's entirely up to you. But I know a lot of people that have an issue with oral sex are a little bit squeamish about the squelching noise I like love the, the noise so you love the noise but you're obviously very comfortable with oral sex you're mm. very comfortable with your vulva there are women who are not so comfortable so instead of you know um it's nice to hear the groans and the moans and the squelching but for some people it might be a little bit much or maybe a little bit of a sensory overload so just put on a little bit of music in the background what song do you think that you would put on i'm literally whilst you're saying that i was trying to think i was like what song would i like put what on? is sex music you know when people put on like barry white and stuff to me that's that sex i don't know though? people are no what is let's get it oh no that's, that's marvin gay that's marvin okay gay. well you should maybe well i mean what what would i put on I remember this one guy that I had sex with and this was, oh my God, fuck, I forgot this happened. So basically I had sex with this guy. It was the first guy after I had sex, after I broke up with my boyfriend, not my most recent boyfriend, the one before. And he was this Australian guy who literally had been wanting to, me and him had been like flirting with each other for like years. And um, then I got a boyfriend and it never happened. And then I remember bumping into, I was out on a night out and I was, and he was a top shagger, shags everyone and anything in Dubai, like literally calls himself Mr. Dubai, like literally thought he was like the fucking shit, literally shagged everything. Mm-hmm. And I always used to feel really like good because I, I always constantly said no to him. I think that's why he like got kept interested for so long. Anyway, so then that night I went on a night out and I was 
got upset and I almost messaged my ex and on the way out of Lockstock, I bumped into this guy and we went home together that night and I remember we were about to have sex and then he put on this like playlist. Right. And I'll never forget it because it was so rehearsed. The whole thing was so rehearsed and I remember laughing about it so much and then he got really pissed off because I told all his friends. But he had put on, it was very similar music to like, Flume. Who the fuck is Flume? Let me play it for you. We would love to request, darling listeners, yes. if you have a sex song that you love, like your go-to sex tune, could you please let us know what that is? You know where to find us? Love Bites Podcast underscore. Like, I would love to know what people listen to in bed. I would be interested. I'd be really interested to know. I, I feel like I have once um, had sex to like, I, what was, oh, did you have sex for a song when you were, when you lost your virginity? I no, I song. was with that big fucking stinking bastard. He definitely oh, right. didn't. Oh my God, please don't I listen, I'm, I had in the background Gold Digger by Kanye West. Oh my God, how apt. It was so hilarious. And the guy that I was shagging was really rich. So what about boom, 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 boom? I, I want, want you in, in my room. room. Spend the night together and now until forever. That could be quite a good. That is a good one. I think anything Oasis, I think would be quite good. Coldplay, maybe. I feel like, you know chilled. what? Chilled Ibiza Lounge vibes. That's Anyways, we'd love to hear anyway, from you. Yes. Let us know what you listen to. And Fiona, we have time for one more. So do you want to? Yes. Bring in relaxation techniques. This is so important. Every time I'm having oral sex, not so much the giving, receiving, I always check myself and make sure that I'm breathing correctly. So I think that when you are, when someone is going down on you, your first instinct is to think about oh my god how does my tummy look does can he see like my double chin where do I put my hands this that and the other can he see my anal skin can you he, tag yeah can he see my butthole like what's the <laughs> what's the thing anyway so I think that it's really key to remember to relax take relaxing breaths yeah. and also remember that your breathing should be long breaths not short pants because you won't reach orgasm Right. You'll reach orgasm much quicker if your body is getting the oxygen that it needs for your brain to work. Funny enough, Beanie actually mentioned that <clears> one <throat> of the things that she finds really awkward about oral sex is like she doesn't know what to do with her eyes. Do you look at the person? Do you close your eyes? And according to this article, they suggest being truly present. So engage directly with your partner in a really soul bearing way can be absolutely an intimacy boosting tool and they suggest actually making eye contact with your partner um as opposed to closing your eyes mm. now i have to say i do sometimes close my eyes but and then just just drift into Me a too. world of fantasy um but I, I don't know how i feel about that piece of advice I actually i um, think that really I depends think that on very much i think that for oral sex with men I do like to have a bit of eye contact okay so what, like 50 50 yeah but I wouldn't want him to look at me in my eyes whilst him whilst he's going down to me purely because of the way I look 
Fair enough. You know, when you're just... Because you're sitting like this, you know, with a double chin, I don't want him to look at me. Although, recently, well, when the when Barbara and I had sex, I did look at him a few times. But also, when I think when you feel comfortable with the person, it's okay to, and it's kind of sexy. I also think that where to put your hands, I think is... I always go top of the head. Yeah. And if you're enjoying something, let them know by kind of bouncing their head in that area. That's what I do. If yeah. I'm really enjoying it, I'm like, fucking keep going, mate. That is absolutely... Keep calling me. Well, she's No, but there. I'm not going to say his bloody name here. Yeah, I'm like, keep going, sex machine. Um, and yeah, also, I wanted to leave you with a statistic which should encourage everybody to jump on board the oral train. So, receiving oral sex actually in- increases the odds of a woman reaching orgasm during sexual activity, especially during a hookup. For example, in a study of college women, the estimated probability of reaching orgasm during a sexual hookup with intercourse was 24%. If the woman also received oral sex during the encounter, the odds of the orgasm doubled to 48%. That is really great. So we're heading in the right thread. This is also why lesbian couples have more orgasms than heterosexual couples. Here for it. Here for that. Well, this has been so delightful, Laura. Can I just say, your skin is looking amazing and you're just... I've got a weird spot on my neck, but that's because I do think it's because when the barber jizzed on me, because he jizzed on me, it went like it literally shot up onto my neck and I we laughed so much. It was like the best sex of my life, and then he just jizzed but on, then he's on my a neck. Anyway, so fuck him. Um, yeah. On the upside, yeah, can I squeeze that or no? No, that's not I a didn't squeezer. Not squeeze it, and no. you look beautiful, and I'm just so happy that I can sit on the sofa it and just like so, touch you. It is, you look beautiful as well. Thank you. you caught the sun a bit. I have what's fake tan, but thank you. Oh, well, there you go. All right, guys. Well, listen. Thank you for listening, and we will see you later. See you later.